Welcome to the Laser Lounge Podcast. My name is Alicia Pate, and I'll be bringing you podcasts from Pate Ranch. We'll be talking about things in the laser industry, the CNC industry, woodworking, even working with leather. But most importantly, we're going to talk about how you can grow your business better. I want to say special thank you to our show sponsors. They are Thunder Laser USA, Phantom CNC, Rotoboss Rotary Attachments, Odie's Oil, and Lone Star Adhesive. So sit back and hope you can enjoy and get something out of our podcast. Thank you. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Reagan. Welcome to the podcast. Remember, you're looking there. <laughs> uh, we are doing something a little bit different today. I uh, wanted to say uh, welcome back. It's 2024, and this is Alicia Pate and Reagan Pate in the Laser Lounge of Pate Ranch. And while I had Reagan here uh, for the, the off time, she's in college, she'll do a little introduction here in a second. I wanted to have her on the podcast to talk about something that we talk about often here at home when she's home, and that's kind of how crappy my social media posts are. And so I told her, I said, you know, one day when you're here, you know, we'll get you on the podcast to kind of talk about um, what, how you see things, you know, you're a lot younger than, than most of kind of the audiences that I'm, that I'm marketing to, but you're staying on in tune with the trends that are happening in social media. So before we jump into it, I'm going to do a little introduction, but I just want to tell the users there is a little toggle button uh, when you're joining in on Facebook to give access so that I can see your name. And then I'm going to be leaning over here looking at the comments. If you have any questions for myself or Reagan, you know, feel free to ask. Oh, gosh. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, we uh, are going to take these and it's a little bit different format. Uh, you're going to see my turkey neck as I look on the side. <laughs> and uh, Reagan's youthfulness like to comment on how beautiful her hair looks today, slept in look. But um, anyway, Reagan, let's get to it. Let's give us a little introduction to who you are, uh, what you do, and uh, then we'll get to the meat of the topics today. Who are you? Hi, my name is Reagan Pate. I'm a petroleum engineering student, class of 25 at Texas A&M. After I graduate, I will be living on a buffalo ranch in Colorado, silversmithing part-time. Okay, so that's just the short version of it. Um, I'll give a little bit more context. You are a student at A&M, and you also have your own little side business. She's making jewelry. I'm wearing some of it today. And so one of the things that she's been dibbling in herself is also marketing her own. Uh, you need to look at that, man. I'm looking at the comments. She, she's marketing her own products and trying to get her business up and running. How long has your business been going? It started November 22. Okay, so you're you're still fairly new in in the game. Well, about a year and a half, about a year and a couple months, but you're you're where a lot of people are in the maker space, where you've started to get a decent product line, and you might have a little bit of social media uh, presence as far as you might be on Facebook, but you're also doing a lot <clears throat> on other platforms. So tell us the platforms that you like to typically make posts on before we get in too deep on it. Okay, so photo posts. I post photos on Facebook and Instagram, and I post reels on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And I also do posts on my stories on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, so I'm hearing Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, have you thought about doing... Uh, LinkedIn, or is there a reason why you don't? No. Is that just because of your age? My audience is not on LinkedIn. Okay. So your no. audience, who is your target audience? My target audience is women my age or older 
who have money and they just see something on the internet and they go, oh, I want that. And then they just buy it on the spot. Um, those are the people that I'm trying to market to, kind of impulsive people who love jewelry. And once they see something, they'll get it straight away. So we have a really great first question that I'm going to take. One of them is, what does Reagan's shirt say? Oh, it says, life is good, bull. <laughs> and yeah. the money, this shirt rose money for the core at A&M. Oh, so, okay, so it's that's... like a play on life is good, but it has a core guy drinking oh, some beer cute. or something. So I have a good question here. Someone's asking, uh, do you use an iPhone or some other type of you know phone device? Or are you using good camera for your your pictures that you're posting so my best photos i've had i have a family friend who does professional wedding photography so i've had her take some photos of my product which i think that if you're not having professional photos you're already down a notch like people are beating you you need to have professional photos because but that doesn't mean if you're thinking about it go ahead if you're thinking about it ooh. What's that? Keep going. There's a cow or something making a noise out there. Sorry about if that. If you think about it, would you spend $100 on something that the seller did not take the time to photograph it right? I'm not going to buy a, a blurry photo of something because that's okay. just suspicious. Good point. I see what but you're saying. I had taken photos on iPhone whenever I'm home. My mom bought a new camera, so I've taken advantage of using that camera. And I also stole her old camera. So so that's a good point. Like, I had an old camera. It was an old, I think it was a Nikon. Mm -hmm. And I think it was only five. I looked at what its used value is, and it's $500. So, you know, if you don't have enough right now to pick up a, a nicer camera, I mean, shoot, some of the iPhones now are, the megapixels are high. So, really, it's more just staging and making it look in a professional setting, which that's a whole nother um, podcast in itself. So let me ask you, okay, so you're on TikTok, Instagram, and we, we talked about how important photos are. One of the things that you also tell me a lot is the, the photos are lame. Like it's more, you like animated the videos. So what, is that because you're seeing, like, tell me what you see when you're going through your TikTok or Instagram that's catching your eye. Is it still photos or is it more videos and animation? Okay, so just to clear it up, she's kind of asking what is the best way to film a video for your TikTok? Is it photos or video? I would say that people my age do not want to look at a video, a photo for two seconds. That's too long, too long. If you're going to do photos, you can't just do a slideshow of five different photos in 0.5 seconds. No one's going to watch that. Sorry. No matter if you have a really good uh, music or not. Okay. No one's going to watch that. It's more eye-catching with something else. So what you need to do is you need to go and scroll a little bit and see what's kind of popular right now. See what the trends are. Trends are always changing. But the one thing that stays constant is these people on TikTok. If that's your audience, you need to ask yourself, is that my audience? Is someone on TikTok gonna buy a $500 table no no um but Instagram they might huh? Instagram they might TikTok no TikTok is just 
a bunch of kids just scrolling. Like, sorry, that's the truth. But but if you have a TikTok shop and you're selling tumblers, that's yes, a that's, great. That's different. That's very yeah. different. Uh, that's very different. So if you are someone, for example, who is selling tumblers on TikTok shop, here is my recommendation. Here's what I would do if I were you. There's an app I recently discovered. It's been around. It's called CapCut. C-A-P-C-U-T. Very popular. I've been using it for not even a week. And I really like it. So you can go into the app and when you open it, you go under templates and it will show you very popular TikTok themes. Now, they will be very edited. The photos will change. And you, all you have to do is decide which template you like, enter your photos or videos into there, and it will edit your video for you. It will kind of give you an idea of something to film so for example if i'm like i would like to make a tiktok today i have no idea what i'm gonna film i could spend 10 minutes on CapCut, searching through different things find an example of something recreate it with my own brand put in the clips that i created and then that makes a tiktok that you can upload it's trendy it was easy they edited it for you and it's free. I would also recommend using the... Okay, once you've completed your video on CapCut, it will say, would you like to download this or post it on TikTok? I would say post it on TikTok because it will save to your phone without the TikTok logo watermark on the video, which is also important that you have the original video too. Okay, so I'm trying to pull up a couple of examples of her using this. Is this one with the... No, that's okay. just my story. Do you have one that has... Yeah, go to the account, please. Okay. Click on the top left of that story. And you can go talk to my name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Do the black, the black screen. Okay, so we're going to show an example of one of these that she used with the template. Was this today you made it? This was like two days ago, probably. Oh, you're not doing the sound. You have to do the sound. Okay. I don't know how to do it. Oh. Okay, so it basically it. All I had to do was music. Okay, yeah. Okay, so now is there another one with the yes, the 2023 one? And that was pretty simple. So now, what what I liked about it is Reagan told me that, um, and I'm going to turn off this the screen share, is that um, if you make a TikTok. And you down, this is what I do, which is lazy and it's getting me. I make a TikTok, which I'm not too great about. I download it as a video. I save it to my phone and then I was uploading it to Instagram. And she told me that if you have the TikTok stamp, Instagram slows your roll, right? Yes. So I recently, I have been putting the TikTok watermark on my stuff. I kind of was researching or like listening to a podcast in the background and a girl said that 
if you have a TikTok watermark on your reel that is posted on Facebook or Instagram, it is not going to circulate as well to users because why would TikTok, I mean, Instagram promote something with TikTok's name on it? It really doesn't make sense. Yeah. So if you're posting on to Instagram, make sure that you don't have the watermark. You already went through the trouble of making that whole entire video. Now you have, you don't want anything to stop your promotion. And so that was the nice thing about that app, CapCut or whatever. It allowed you to not, it didn't put a branding mark Mm -hmm. on it. So, and it looked like you could export it to other applications, right? Yeah. So what I do is I'm already going to post on TikTok. Once you complete the video, you select post to TikTok and then it automatically saves to your iPhone. And then I just go to Instagram, post it. And then I have my post between Instagram and Facebook automatically shared at the same time. Okay, we got a good question here. Someone said, wait, you said I thought you said no photos. Do you mean you could do it as a fast slideshow like the music? Or you're just saying like just steal photos for five seconds or the ones that are lame? Okay, am I allowed to give a bad example? Yeah. Okay, can we go to your account? <laughs> Let's go to your account. Um, <laughs> okay. This is this is what I okay. So photos are good. Photos are good, but you have to know how to use them the correct way because if I just boring. Okay, which one? Let me see. This one. Let's see that one. Too long already. I would have scrolled already. Really? Yeah, I would have scrolled. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about why is that? Is it, you want to see fast class? Okay, so let's go about this another way. <laughs> Imagine, remember when you were in high school and you're writing that essay and your teacher's like, you gotta have a hook, you gotta have a hook. Same thing for your video, okay? You have to have something, especially people my age, if that's your target audience, they need to be hooked in. Like the first couple of things? Like the first 0.5 seconds, first, first one second. If your audience is not hooked into your video, they're not gonna watch the whole thing. Like whenever you're, you're next time you're scrolling, think about what are the things that I stop and watch and what are the things I skip? And then watch your own video and be very self-aware. Would I skip this video or would I watch it? Okay, like, here, let's take them up with the one, I don't, again, I don't have a huge Instagram and all that presence, I just don't. I don't either. But look, if I look at my numbers, the one with the animals, I see, I get a lot of, and it's a, it's a, it's a video. Everything is better with some cows around. Why do you think I Living in town sometimes brings me down. Let me bestow this western blessing, share what? I would definitely say that if you have something that can bring in new viewers, that will get you more views. So, for example, if you are posting something onto Instagram, like mom did with the cow, someone who also likes cows will probably watch it still, even if they're not into lasers. People that people that like cow stuff, if they even like animals... I think that that's a good hook, honestly. I think that you could have worked on your transition between those two videos, but 
overall good video, good amount of views to follower ratio. I would say that that was a good hook. Yes. Okay, that's good. Um, let's see one other one. Let's talk about hashtags. I'm I'm probably terrible at that. It's there's a few that I always put in there. I usually put the laser companies, but then that's it. So, do you typically do a lot of hashtags and how do you break that down? I do the same hashtags every single time. I do a kick in our silver hashtag. If you ever look at any of my photos, any of my videos, anything I've ever posted, that's the first hashtag I always put. On TikTok, it keeps your, it saves your hashtag. So I just go each one. It's like turquoise jewelry, silver and turquoise jewelry. I, I don't really know the effect of hashtags. All I know is that people are doing them. I would imagine that the hashtag would help you to be seen by people who like those types of hashtags. There's no, there's no hurt in putting it on there. Let me ask you. Okay, so like this. He has a large I'm gonna turn the volume off. This is what you're talking about as a good example. Quick video, small animation things to, to kind of see people are intrigued of what he's doing, right? Yes. So one thing that I noticed during his video is he did a new, he did a popular thing in his video. So there are people that like the, where's the car? Try not to stutter. What is, it's not aesthetic. Like when it's like perfectly fits in the hole. Oh, you mean like the frame? No. Well, I don't, oh my God, in the pocket? I don't know what that is. So in the video, he has like where the letter perfectly fits in. No, satisfying, it. satisfying. Satisfying videos are another thing that y'all can do. Y'all are inlay. A lot of these people are they're listening. Probably everybody is a laser guy. Okay. Laser gal, whatever. Laser people. So with his video, he pulled in a little bit more of the satisfying. You get to see it. The laser do that fast. He sped it up over time, which is a good thing. He showed perfectly the pieces perfectly fitting into the little holes for those listening that might this might be a pain point for them tiktok i would scroll through everything you're watching and kind of pick up on some trends what is similar between this talk and this tiktok it's going to be different for which audience so if someone who's making funny videos that might not be your speed that might not be where you want to compare but i would just look at popular tiktok videos and see what is the comparisons? I've heard this quote that said, if you copy one person, it's stealing. If you copy multiple, it's just research. So maybe this guy, Uncharted Customs, is a good place to go kind of look through his videos, study them, see what he's doing, what's kind of popular. He does the fast sped up over the laser time. That's probably a good idea. People, it used to be a trend where People would do the laser and it was like metal and you could hear it going on the metal. I remember seeing some of those videos were popular. 
Let's watch this one. This was another one of our sponsors for the page, Lone Star. Satisfying. Perfectly fits. That's a cool shot too. Yeah. So one thing, you know, you've told me before, because I've said these are always really a pain in the butt to do. I mean, they are. You got to think about you're taking video while you're making product. And for me, I'm more of a business owner than I am a social media influencer. This guy's probably got a great business, but he spends a lot of time making videos. How many, how many hours do you think these people are doing making these videos? And does it pay off? Do you think this guy is getting signs? Someone's con contacting him and saying, make me a sign. Or is it more so for he's going to get more followers and get paid for the influencing perspective? Like how many people are saying, hey, I want to buy that jewelry versus that was a cool video? Can we go back and see how many views were on this video? Okay. Uh oh, I don't know if we'll be able to see that. Okay, this one, 31,000. Okay, so obviously this is paying off for him. Let's see how many followers he has. <laughs> okay, so he's got... 121,000 followers. TikTok and Reels are the way to go, people. People, all they're doing is laying in their beds and scrolling on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. Okay, so y'all need to be making these TikToks. And there's no excuse. But that's like if you want to get paid that way. I mean, I'm just saying there's no excuse. I'm too old. I don't know social media. Yeah. Okay, get over it. This is a part of being a business owner in 2024. You need to be able to make these videos. His are really good. His are really good. I would say that it's all trial and error. And you need to keep going. The key to being famous on, not famous, but having a lot of views is consistency. He's probably, let's go between two videos and see how often okay, he posts. Okay, so this one, wow. Let's see how often. See how the, do you do that? How do go, you go, click on one reel and then click the next reel and see the dates. Okay. Two days ago. Now go to the next one, please. Four hours ago. So he's probably posting like once every other day in between reels and photos. So here's one thing that I heard that was good about what you need to kind of do a template for success rules for success you, <laughs> you sound need, like james you need to have there's three steps to making these tiktoks being noticed and growing your social media one i forget what the exact word is so that's beer from the no shiner <laughs> brewery <laughs> okay so first of all you need to have something that's going to hook your person like I said, this is in between the regular videos and your whole page. So when someone's scrolling on Instagram, imagine you're scrolling and you're watching my video. You're going to want to find something that's going to hook you into visiting my page. So that's one thing you need to have. So you need to pique someone's interest to have them visit your page. Now you're on my page. You're going to want to see something about Okay, you're literally, <laughs> they're watching your video on the live right now. You need to unshare your screen, mom. Okay. Um, once you're on my page, you need to see something about me, about how I'm making this jewelry, how I'm making my laser stuff. People 
I remember the lady I watched use the word nurture. I don't like that word, but you need to get to know a little bit about me. And finally, third thing you need to see on my page is sales. How do you buy my stuff? I need to say, hey guys, here's my jewelry. Go visit my site today. There's a 10% off sale. So kind of being professional in, hey guys, here's my stuff, but also kind of showing yourself. Okay, I'm that, Reagan. you make a good point. I'm Reagan. I'm a college student. Okay, there's here's one example. There's this girl that I love online. I love her. She probably thinks I'm a freak. Her name is Michaela Noble. She was in an accident, but now she is a quadriplegic, but she is not, she has grit. This girl has a grit, okay? And she made her own business, and now she created, I don't know if I would say an empire, but her social media is her business, so she's able to be successful. She didn't let her being in a wheelchair get in her way. So one thing that made me really intrigued about her is she shares, she kind of shares her life with you. Her situation is different because social media is her job versus she does have a business. But for y'all, I would say share a little bit about what you're making, share a little bit about your making and about yourself. If you kind of personalize it and make people like you, you charm them. They'll be like, oh, this guy's really cool. This guy is supporting veterans. He really cares about veterans. I'm not a veteran, but I'm a veteran. He supports me. I'll buy from him. So you kind of need to let them in a little bit. That's a good point. And one thing I'm going to we'll hit on one more topic and then we'll wrap it up so we can everybody can get back to what they got to do. But um, you brought up the point of, and I think Amanda, I can't remember who it was who told me on regular Facebook, it may have been Amanda, is to every once in a while post a story about who you are, why you do it, um, just to, like what you're saying, how you got started in it, uh, to relate with a potential buyer because once they see kind of your story or a little bit about it, it, it may intrigue them more. So, and I see you do a lot of showing your steps in between, you know, how you're making something mm -hmm. as it's progressing. I think a lot of us in this space, we just get the, the product done and then we, we take photos and then we turn those photos into what we think is a good TikTok and an Instagram, which is what I've been doing is that after, after impact and I need to be doing more of the during impact. I'm really bad about making videos too, about the step-by-step -step process. And I would say that's something that viewers really like to see. It intrigues them. Wow, that can koozie's really cool. How does she make that? Wow, that sign's really cool. How'd she make that? Especially with jewelry, the first video that I saw, I was scrolling through TikTok in my bed like a loser. And I saw someone making jewelry and i was like i could do that easy so that's how i was got me very intrigued i literally stalked this girl's account followed her and that's how she probably has a lot of followers because she's posting how she does it so i would say that that's definitely i don't know if i would say easy but it's an easy video you can make to put yourself out there to randoms hey i got a question here um how often do you, is a sale from bringing people in. He, this guy says he only sends discounts to his current customers. Is that the wrong approach? What if you posted a video and said 10% off today? Like, like that's kind of where he's getting at. Okay. Have you ever done that or seen that? 
I've seen that. I would say it really depends on what you're selling. So let me do small scale and large scale. Small scale for myself, I'm selling jewelry. So I would probably do a holiday sale. I'll probably do a sale for Valentine's Day. I'll do a sale during Christmas. And if my stuff was kind of moving slow, I would do another sale. I also would do a... Once I get my site up, I'll probably do like a 7% laser lounge people and I'll have a, I do have my site up. I'll have to make a post about that Yeah, and have a dis- different laser lounge code. So I would say that if you are selling stuff that is high end, you should probably have discounts for people who are buying wholesale. For example, mom, if she had a large boot company, she probably, and she really wants to have a good relationship with them. She needs to be giving them, depends on how much you're selling, but a discount, some type of discount. Large scale, if you're selling $5,000 wood tables, furniture. I just don't see that audience there, but that's just I would say that if it depends on what you're selling, because if you're selling super, super, super high-end stuff, and somebody sees a 5% discount on a $5,000 table, they're going to be like, whatever, I'm not going to buy that anyway. If you're selling $50 tumblers and someone sees a 10% off, if I saw a 10% off on a cup I really wanted, I would be like, let me do this right now. It kind of depends on who your audience is and how much your, your product is worth. If you are selling something super high-end and – your audience is going to be online looking at your stuff. I would probably say, hey, guys, announcement next Tuesday. I'm going to be doing 10% all off all day. I really appreciate how much y'all have supported me, whatever. And then whoever wants to be up for that can. But if you're selling stuff smaller like I am, I could do a 10% off and people who are impulsive are going to see it and want it. So it just depends on who your audience is, I okay. would say. I have one statement and then we have one question and then we're going to wrap it up. Um, I see Instagram and TikTok as just the new way of marketing, right? And you may not be, people may not be buying your stuff, but it's just like the old TV ads, right? You, you're seeing it. Now you know about it. Hey, I saw, you know, a cool product some girl was making. I'm going to go back through and see if I can find what that is. It's keeping yourself relevant and competitive with other people selling similar or like things, right? So it's the more that your stuff is being seen and and the more traffic, the more people are going to remember it when they need something like that. We have one question out here. We were talking about uh, showing the process a little bit of how you're making things. You do that a lot more than I do. So one user asked, you know, are you worried about someone stealing your process on how you're making a particular item? And for me, I'll give mine first. I share a lot in Facebook on this group and I don't give the whole special secret sauce thing. I give tips and tricks. Here's how you do this. If you cobbled everything together, you could probably figure out exactly everything I'm doing. Some of my videos I've done on YouTube, but I think it's important to kind of keep some of those specialty things that you're doing as a maker to set yourself apart in your own shop. You don't have to show everything. I see you will give little snippets of cool videos but not show the whole thing from beginning to end because you're right. People are watching and they're going to just going to do the same thing you're doing and rip you off. So anyway, what's your answer to that? For me, because I'm in jewelry, it's different than a laser person. 
for my mom, she could create a new product and people are going to see the final piece and not know how to put it all together. It's different for me because silversmithing is kind of like, make your design. I do not show my design process, but my design process is kind of random. I don't show my design process, but I'll show the design on paper. Like I'll draw it out, show that. Then I'll show me making a bezel, which is the first step anyone's going to do ever. It's kind of a blueprint for making jewelry. So you'll make a bezel, which is the part that keeps the stone in. You'll solder your bezel onto your back plate. And then you'll put whatever accoutrements, condiments you want on your jewelry, cut it out, put it in the pickle pot, which kind of cleans it all off, gets it just down to silver, gets it all clean. You'll shine it. I personally put it in a rock tumbler overnight, sometimes 24 hours. And then you'll set your stone, be done. So it's kind of a known process. For mom, it's different. If I was a laser person, I would not be sharing everything because, I mean, things that, like, settings are different, I guess. I don't really understand it that much. But if you're making a product that is very high-end and everyone's coming to you for it, I would not be sharing that. But... So it's a little it's bit different. different. Yeah. Thing is, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you one more thing and then we're going to wrap it up. How many hours a day do you think you spend on social media looking and are you on Instagram more or TikTok? Like how do Should you, I look up my, um, it might be scary, but yeah, look it up. And then the reason why I say this is because if she's here staying with me, she's usually laying in bed and going through her social media and I'm not trying to roast her all I'm trying that's to fine. I'm trying to say is that her generation that's what they're doing this is them how they watch tv and um so today you're showing three hours no don't look at that that's not that's <laughs> not it I'm trying to get the averages every week I do I do watch YouTube while I do drawing so it's different and I also have limits so my average this is looks like it's just today on what the whole week Okay, damn. You got it. Oh, how much is it? Oh, that's total. That's not average. Let me get my average. Daily average. Instagram, 59. Oh, that's notifications. How do I do this? Okay, here we go, guys. Over a whole week. TikTok, four hours. Instagram, five hours. YouTube, 13 hours. Whoa. I, I do watch podcasts on YouTube while I silversmith. So I can say silversmith 13 hours this week. So, you know, just that's one week looking at that data. What was it, about 20 hours together well, across the... except excluding... That's a lot of ex- you online. Excluding YouTube. Yeah. Probably five hours. So that, so think about it. You're, you five, have... I don't know. And you're not on it as much as some people I know. No. People, these kids are losers. They just sit on their phone all day. Which is good for you. You need to take that opportunity and thrive. This is the time of iPhone. People are all on their iPhone. People are addicted to their iPhone. They literally cannot shut it off. So I would say you need to take advantage of that opportunity. People 50 years ago weren't able to do this. And it's getting easier. There's getting easier. There's no excuse. It's getting easier. So get online. Watch videos. How do I get famous on not famous. Some of the people don't want to be famous. They just want That's not sales. what I mean. That's not what yeah. I mean. How to thrive on your Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. 
I would say the most, for me personally, TikTok, I always have people commenting, how do I buy this? How do I buy this? Instagram, it's kind of all the same people who know me personally that are commenting. Facebook, it's moms. Really? So do you yeah. not think there's much traction on Facebook? I do, but it's different because my generation is on Facebook. Y'all are on Facebook. That's why I say <laughs> y'all. That's, oh. <laughs> That's why I say it's moms because like some people from the, from the laser lounge follow me. Shameless plug. Follow me on everything, please. Kicking our silver. I need y'all. Um, but so the older generation's on Facebook. So if you're looking for a mom who wants to buy a ring bowl for their child, you're going to post it on Facebook. They're going to see it there. If you're looking to sell a keychain, a keychain to a student, they're going to be on TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. So know where your audience is setting. Mm -hmm. Now, what about, um, you know, someone brought up a good point. You know, we were talking about TikTok being uh, younger generation and maybe some smaller videos, but you see Louis Vuitton, Chanel, all these high-end companies are still doing it. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I kind of, I don't get on there as much, but I, I kind of watch and see how May does her marketing. And just like you said, go find a maker who is really good at marketing and kind of see what they're doing and, and how they're, they're representing themselves. And I see that she'll hit both of those platforms. And she also uses that same, content and hits Facebook. So get out there, get yourself some apps that can share the content across all those platforms and make it easier for you. So we're going to wrap it up here today. Reagan, thank you for coming on. You know, it's just one perspective of how uh, somebody uses social media in a different way. And I just wanted to have you kind of talk about it and uh, tell us what you thought. So any final comments or, or things you want to share before we close? Yes, I would just say that y'all should be taking the opportunity to get online. It is the best way that you can get yourself out there to randoms. If you're looking to get, if you're looking to get big corporate deals, it's obviously different. But one, one extra, one extra comment, really quick. Send free stuff out. Okay, that's a good, good thing. I, I'm starting to do this. So again, I'm smaller. There's this one lady who's a western influencer i reached out to her she has eighteen thousand followers hey can you post my stuff and guess who follows her famous companies not famous y'all know what i mean but give out a little free stuff sometimes because if you can give out something for free and they'll post it on their story for you their page that's an automatic however many followers okay so you just reached out to her and said i just messaged her hey girl love your page you and your daughter are so cute. I would love to make you some jewelry that you can style. Boom. Oh, hi. Here's my safe address. Here's a safe address you can send to. And I'm like, I'm in. And, if and you, I'm going to piggyback yeah. on it and put some of my products in there. I think that if you could send something to a popular person and you can get them to post it, obviously don't push them to post it because then they're going to want money. But if they can post it for you and then you're like, Hey, big company, I would really like you to partner with me. And they see a big famous person on your page holding your boot jack. They're going to be like, oh, dang. XYZ likes her boot jack. We got to partner with her. It's all, it's all a game, people. It's all a game. You just, you got to get out there. You got to get people representing you, liking your stuff. Yeah, that's it's, good. This, the social media thing is all a game. And you got to know how to play it right. 
All right. Well, Reagan, thank you for coming on today. We want to uh, thank our sponsors for the show. We've got Thunder Laser USA, Rotoboss Rotary Attachments, Lone Star Adhesive. If you're not using Lone Star Adhesive for your hats and patches, get on over there. Josh is a great guy. And then we also have Odie's Oil. So those are our four for the, for the page, and they help pay for all of the online tools and things that we use and some bringing you some of the uh, content. So y'all have a wonderful start of the 2024 and we thank you for coming on today and take it easy. Thank you so much. Please follow me at kicking our silver on everything. <laughs>